Greetings, family. Thank you for coming to today's Bible College. Fernando, your instructor. Let's go ahead and open it up with a moment of silence, followed by the 23rd Psalm, please. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For the Lord God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. The Lord has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord has anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and take communion. Please prepare your communion. Let's honor the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this communion we're taking today, the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you that his body was broken for us, Lord. And Lord, and we acknowledge Lord Jesus Christ that died for us on the cross, Lord. He took our sins away by dying in the cross. Let's go ahead and partake of the bread of life, remembering Jesus that died for us on the cross to take our sins away, to pay for our wrongs, to pay for our mistakes, and to forgive us and to heal us and send us to heaven, allow us to enter into the kingdom of God. <clears throat> He gave us the opportunity to become children of the Father, children of the Most High. So let's partake of this bread, and we are His children. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. And Jesus took the cup, and He said, This is my blood for the remission of sins this is to ratify the new covenant the new agreement that we are the children of god and god is our god and responds to us we're not no longer under the curse but we're under the blood the passover we have the blood of jesus christ over us and god passes over our sins he sees our our failings no more we are forgiven race holy sanctified priest ambassadors of god through christ jesus thank you for that blood that cleanses our souls our minds lord we're made whole once again from the foundations of the earth let's go ahead and partake of the juice hallelujah Hallelujah. We are one with Father, one with the Lord Jesus Christ, and one with the Holy Spirit, and one with each other, the body of Christ. Lord, we just bless the body of Jesus Christ, Lord God in the heavens. We pray for every nook and cranny in the body of Christ. Your will be done. Thank you, Father, for taking away our loneliness. We are a family now. We are a family in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Don't Be Disturbed is our reading for today by Gloria Copeland. 
The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He makes the devices of the people of non effect. Psalm 33.10 The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to nothing. He makes their devices of these people that have no effect. You may be facing trouble today that's been caused by people who have willfully plotted to do you harm. They may be trying to steal your business, your home, your children, your spouse, or even trying to destroy your marriage. If so, I have a word of encouragement for you. According to Psalms 33.10, God will bring the plans of those people to naught. He will make their devices of non-effect. The counsel of the heathen is brought to naught, but the counsel of the Lord stands forever. Remember this, when you make God your stronghold in the times of trouble, no one can overcome you, no matter how powerful they are in the natural. The odds are in your favor because you trust in the Lord. They may think they got an edge over you, but God is on your side and that gives you the advantage. Rest assured you are eventually going to triumph over this trouble. In the meantime, if you'll set your affections on the Lord, the thoughts of his heart will continue to be coming into your heart. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. Psalms 37, 30-31 God's counsel will give you stability when all the world around you is shaking. Evil tidings will not be able to steal your peace. The thoughts of God will immediately rise up and rebuke the evil tidings from taking root in your heart. Don't let the temporary successes of the troublemakers disturb you. Instead, mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man is peace. Verse 37. And scripture reading is Psalms 33 verses 1 through 10. And that says, Good people cheer God. Right living people sound best when praising. Use guitars to reinforce your hallelujahs. Play his praise on a grand piano. Compose your own song to him. Give him a trumpet fanfare. For God's words is solid to the core. Everything he makes is sound inside and out. He loves it when everything fits. When his world is in plumb line true. Earth is drenched in God's affectionate satisfaction. The skies were made by God's commands. He breathed the word and the stars popped out. He scooped sea into his jug, put ocean in his keg. Earth creatures bowed down before God, world dwellers down on your knees. Here's why. He spoke and there it was in his place the moment he said so. God takes the wind out of Babel pretense. He shoots down the world's power schemes. God plans for the world to stand up. All his designs are made to last. Blessed is the country with God for God. Blessed are the people who put in his will. Blessed are the people he's put in his will. Amen. Let me go ahead and read that in the New King James, which I am used to, the King James. This is always the message Bible is always a pleasure to use. Don't get me wrong. It's really nice too. Let's see. New King James. There we go, New King James, new, 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 right there, New King James. 
Thank God for you version. Got a lot of versions on here. The sovereignty of the Lord in creation and history. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise for the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with a heart. Make melody to him with an instrument of ten, ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a jolly shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all of the hosts of them, by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in all of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. That's your God, folks. That's my God. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the people of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he has chosen as his own inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioned their hearts individually. He considers all their works. He fashioned their hearts individually. He considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver by any, by any by great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope on his mercy. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on whose hope, who hope in his mercy. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us just as we hope in you. Amen. So, Lord, we just put our hope and trust in you, Lord God. Not in man, not in our own ability, not in the economy. We hope in you, Lord. We hope that your mercies are new every morning, Lord. And you are our God, and we shall praise you. You are our God, and we shall thank you and glorify your name. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I want to read to you the Limitless Love for today, 11th September. Reawaking the Compassion Within. 1 John 3, 17 and 18 say, But who has said this world's goods? But who has these world's goods? Who's got money and sees his brother have need and shut it up his vows of compassion from him? How dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. When a believer is unloving and indifferent to the needs of the people around him, it's because something in his life he shut the door of his heart and refused to release the compassion of God. He may have been afraid that if he reached out to someone in love the way he wanted to, he would be hurt or rejected. He may have shut the door because he was afraid those he gave to would take advantage of his compassion and deplete his resources by asking him to give again and again. 
All of us have dealt with those fears at one time or another. If we keep walking with God and reading the Word, however, we eventually learn those fears are unfounded. After all, God promised that if we gave it, it will be given to us again. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together. He promised if we just keep loving and giving and putting His kingdom first. Everything else we need will be added to us as well. The problem for many of us is that it, by the time we learn these those things, we have kept God's love locked out, up within us so for so long, we can hardly even sense it's there. The mercy flow of God, once so strong we had to work to resist it, doesn't stir our hearts anymore. If you, if we ever find ourselves in that condition, one of the best ways to reawaken our compassion of God within us is by giving someone a need. If we aren't in the habit of doing that, the idea may not excite us much of it. Our inactivity in that area may have caused us to grow so spiritually cold and insensitive. We may not even be aware of those needs around us. We may have to make determined effort to seek them out. I can assure you, however, that once you do it, Something wonderful will start to happen inside you. As you step out in love through an act of giving, you'll sense a deep inner yearning beginning to rise within you. You'll find you have reawakened the compassion of God that was lying dormant in your heart. You'll immediately want to give again. When you do give, your desire to do it again and again will increase more and more. After you acted on these desires a few times, you will be amazed at the, at the drive you have to give. The river of God's compassion will not only abide, it will abound you. The more you yield to it, the more forcefully it will flow. I can tell you from experience, it will bring you such joy that you'll never shut the door on it again. Interesting, huh? All right, let's go ahead and read a few um, on the promises of God. It said, Acts 16.31, and they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Joshua 24.15, And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be you kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Ephesians 4, 31-32. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Exodus twenty twelve, Honor the Father... And thy mother and thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Submit yourself to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of thy wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. 
So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it and cherished it, even as the Lord the church. For we are the members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they, they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife sees that she reverence her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which in the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth, and you fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 to chapter 6, verse 4. 1 Timothy 3, 4 and 5 say, One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the house? Church, church of God. Okay, Psalms 127, verses 3 and 5. Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so children of the youth. Happy is a man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemy in their gates. Malachi 4, 6 says, And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Proverbs seventeen six. Children's children are the crown of all men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 9. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy own house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine head, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of the house and on the gates. Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 9. Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yeah, he shall give delight unto thy soul. Proverbs twenty nine seventeen. Ephesians 6, 4. And you fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. In all fairness. Proverbs thirteen twenty two. A good man leave it inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Blessed is every one that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways, for thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands, happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be a fruitful vine by the size of thy house, thy children like olive plants round about the table. Behold that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. Psalms one twenty eight one four. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begeth a wise child, begeted a wise child, shall have joy in him. Proverbs twenty three twenty four. And all the children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. Isaiah fifty four thirteen. Amen. Let's go ahead and close our session with the Lord's prayer, please. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you, family. Go out there and give them heaven. Thank you. Hallelujah. Welcome to today's Mass. Please get your elements ready while I sing a few songs about hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for showing up today. Put me on pause and go get your elements. The bread and the juice. We're going to honor, behold, the Lamb of God today. For we used to be in the dark, and now we're thankful that we have come into the sunlight. We who live and who died are grateful for the gift of resurrection. We're thankful for the love of the Lamb. So we behold the Lamb of God. We, we who eat his body and drink his blood all come to life and will dwell in peace now. For our hearts are blessed with the understanding that the bread and the wine united us with the word, with Christ himself, and we share in his love. Behold the Lamb of God, all who eat, all who drink, we shall live. Gentle one, child of God, join us at this table. Bless our lives, Lord. Nourish us, all who hunger for this feast. Shelter them with peace, Lord. We eat, we drink, we live, and we dwell in God and in love, and He dwells in us. He cradles us with His love and holds us in security. All right, let's go ahead and pick up the bread and say, This is the bread, the body of Jesus Christ that died for us. We do this in, in remembrance of Him. For He gave His life for us that we may live. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for sacrificing your body on the cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go ahead and partake of the bread, the bread of life, which signifies the body of Jesus Christ. We are now baptized in Jesus into the fellowship of the love of God. Let's take the bread. Thank you, Lord, for the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And with that, Jesus took the cup and said, This is my blood shed for you for the ratifying of the new covenant, to establish the new covenant, the new agreement. Our scriptures that were to use for the Jesus coming into our hearts and living with us and making us right with the Father. We are his sons now. So let's go ahead and partake of the blood that cleanses us from all sin and it makes us in right standing with God. Amen. Let's sing Hallelujah, a little song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Early in the morning we shall seek him, and he will come to us like the rains, the latter and the former rain, to water our souls and our crops. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Lord, you are just, and the judgments you make are right. Show mercy when you judge me, your servant. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 33. Thus says the Lord, You, son of man, I have appointed for the house of Israel. And when you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. If I tell the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die. And you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from his way. The wicked shall die for his guilt. But I will behold you responsible for his death. But if you warn the wicked, trying to turn him from his way, and he refuses to turn from his way, he shall die for his guilt, but you shall save yourself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So any of you that have stumbled unto here, I am warning you, Jesus, that's the the right formula. He is the truth, the way, and the life. Sing unto the Lord, surrender unto him, and consider his ways. Be willing to enter into the kingdom of God. And God will show him some strong on your behalf. I'm warning you, do not go into the way of the evil. Stay in the house of God. This is the right place to be. It's the right setting. We have the right combination. Even the right kind of problems that pushes us towards God. Be thankful for your problems. As long as you say, thank you, God. For my life just the way it is he's got something to work he's got a willingness and an open heart that's all god needs it's a look to him put your hope in the lord trust in him you we will not be disappointed whatsoever amen if today you hear his voice harden not your heart come let us sing joyfully to the lord Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord God who made us. For he is our God and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. Oh, that today you will hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as Meribah, as in the day of Massah in the desert where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. Amen. That's Psalms 95. A second reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law, the commandments. You should not commit adultery. You should not kill. You should not steal. You should not covet. And whatever other commandment there may be are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
Love does no evil to the neighbor. Hence, love is the fulfillment of the law. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Raise your hands and praise the Lord and thank Him. Thank you for our lives just the way they are, Lord, with all the problems and everything, Lord. We bring you the sacrifice of praise, Lord. We thank you for our health. We thank you for our eyes, our ears, our nose. Thank you for our willingness to thank you. Thank you for strengthening our willingness to thank you and to praise you and to call upon thy name. You are God and there is another. There is none like you, Lord. I act like you are my God and you give me evidence that my acting, my actions are blessed because there is a God and you are it and you cover me, redeem me and instruct me in the way I should go. Amen. Bless the people, Lord, with your presence. Help them to believe, Lord, that you are there and you're loving on them and caring for them. Amen. God was reconciled to the world, to himself in Christ, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Again, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. In other words, through Christ Jesus, we became the sons of God once again, sons and daughters. And now he's given us that message. What I'm doing now is telling you that to tell others and pray for them. Pray for their communication with the Father and their the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or tax collector. Amen. I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For whether two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Like a deer that longs for running stream, my soul longs for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for the living God. Psalm 41. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel of the Lord. And one more verse. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. The man who follows me will have the light of life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, family, for coming here. Today's mass service. Keep praising and singing songs unto the Lord and praying for our enemies. 
and we have work to do. Reconciliation of the enemies towards God. Pray, pray on their on the gap of their behalf. You will be children of the light, and you'll have the light of life. Holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. Our mass service has ended. Go in peace. We bless you with the blessing of the Lord be upon you. Greet one another. Thank you for coming in today's Bible University. I'm Professor Fernando. I got that from, I used to be, uh, go to a church and they had Honey Creek University and they gave me a tag called Professor Fernando and the children, first graders, kindergartens, I would have the class and about 35 kids and try to take in their prayers and break them, teach them how a church service is ran. I used to be the assistant, and once the, the, the teacher stopped coming, then I moved up, and all the kids, Professor Fernando, one of the most wonderful experiences I encountered. I encountered the people that came up to say prayer were almost the same as the way the uh, adults come up. One child came up and said, I mean, you're talking about first graders, folks. One child came up, and I'm taking their prayer requests. I'm supposed to take it and pray for them all week long. And one of the prayer requests of one child said, I want to pray for everyone in the world to have love and to enjoy laughter and to be good and very nice. And then another little girl would come up and say, I want to pray that, that my dad stop beating my mama, stop beating her up, you know. And, you know, she's all neurotic and I pray for her and pray for her right there and then uh, then I get another kid that comes up to me and says that says Professor Fernando she goes that girl over there is crying and crying I said well really I said where is this you know they were all kind of like on bleachers I was in the middle of the class they were all up I went over there and you see this most beautiful elegant uh, girl with black hair just a beautiful um, girl and she's crying, and I said, what, what's wrong? What happened? And she's just really bawling, and she's, you know what she tells me? She says, I am being emotional. I'll be okay. <laughs> Can you imagine a first grader knowing what their emotions are, and we lose the, the simplicity as we grow older, that we have emotions and they need to be expressed? And then after that, another kid came up to me and said, uh, said, hey, that kid just punched me, and he had blood in his in his thing. And I said, you're kidding. I said, who see that kid? And the other kid was a little rough little kid with cowboy boots and so forth. I go, why did you punch him? He goes, because he was getting all over me. I told him to stop. And if he does it again, I'll smack him again. <laughs> this little boy has some guts, you know. I was so well impressed. And by that time, the kid that got punched, he was already climbed on my back. He used my tie to get up on me while I was, and I'm trying to wrestle with him almost like a monkey. And the kid was from India. The other kid was a, a white little boy with a cowboy, like, just like he came out of the ranch. And, uh, and this other kid's all over me, and I can't get him off. I try to get him off and get his stuff like that. And, no wonder he got punched. And uh, I finally told him, 
if you don't settle down and sit down, I'm going to ask Ryan to come over here and punch you again. And boy, did he sit down. So that was my experience from Honey Creek University. So I'm introducing our Bible University uh, that we can uh, safely uh, access in this podcast. And if you're coming just to listen to the Bible uh, reading, you can easily see it. It would be um, BY. Bible. BY. Bible University. All right. Just keep it simple, okay? Instead of BCC and all these other faith to faith, you know, it's just trying to keep everything simple for me, for my head. I love you guys. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, Lord, we enjoy your word. We enjoy the readings of your word. We enjoy what you have to say to the Holy, to us today through the Holy Spirit. We open our hearts and our minds, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus in our hearts and our minds, Lord. Quench us in the blood. Cleanse us, Lord. We open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit. We say, yes, yes, yes. We're ready for instructions. We're ready for food, Lord. Heal us. Develop us. Uh, let us enjoy ourselves with you today, Father. Let us have a wonderful day today, uh, dramatizing and enjoying you and being emotional, being angry, whatever we need to be, Lord, stomp our feet, righteous indignation, but get the truth out and knowing that you love us, Lord. If we have any frustrations, let's get them out, Lord. Let us shout them out to the rooftop, Lord, so that you can have truth and honesty to enter our hearts and satisfaction, that we live a satisfied life with nothing pinned down, Lord. And we thank you for this wonderful life. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Today's reading is uh, 8th of September, Plant a Seed and Watch It Grow by Kenny Copeland. Beautiful, wonderful. And the scripture we're using is Mark chapter 4, verse 30 and 32. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it's sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds in size that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it grow it up and become greater than all herbs and shoot it out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. Mark 30, 32. Jesus compares the working of the kingdom of God to planting seeds in the earth. When the seed is sown, he said, it grows up. Notice he didn't say that it would occasionally grow up or it grows up if it's God's will. He said, it grows up and becomes greater, period. God's economy isn't like ours. It isn't up one day and down the other. It's always the same and it, it always works perfectly. If you have good earth, good seed, and good water, you're going to have growth. It's inedible. So if you're facing a need, don't panic. Plan a seed. That seed may take the form of money or time of some, or some other resource you have to give. But no matter what form it takes, make sure you put life in it by giving it in faith and surrounding it with praise and worship. And believe, say, Lord, as I bring you my goods, my services, I bring you myself, I give myself to you, spirit, soul, and body. 
Make it a success, Lord. I acknowledge you, Lord God. Make it plain that you're here with me doing your work. Amen. Pray over that seed. Fill it with faith. Believe. Worship the Lord. Then plant it. You can rest assured it will grow and become greater. Oh, Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's reading. We thank you for the seed that makes it grow and, and multiplies. Lord, we thank you for your word that makes it, makes it well for us, Lord. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's go to in Genesis 1. We're going to read where all this started. And that is in Genesis chapter 1, verses 11 to 31. Here we go. God, verse 10. God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together. He called seas. And God saw that it was good. Verse 11. And God said, Let the earth put forth vegetation, planting, yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, in which is their seed, each according to its kind upon the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants, yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit, in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning a third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning a fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the firmament of the heavens. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, a fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, cattle and creeping things, and beasts of the earth, according to this, their kinds, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kind, and the cattle according to their kinds, and everything that creeps upon the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that comes upon the earth. 
And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree which seed in its fruit you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. Beautiful, beautiful reading. Let's read a few uh, psalms, please. Today, Psalm 8. Let's see what it entails. A Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. Thou whose glory above the heavens is chanted by the mouth of babes and infants. Thou hast founded a bookward because of thy foes to steal the enemy and the adventure. When I looked at thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast last established, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that does care for him? Yet thou hast made him little less than God, and dost crown him with glory and honor. Thou hast given him dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and all the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. Psalm 38. O Lord, rebuke me not in thy anger, nor chasten me in thy wrath, for the arrows have sunk Thy arrows have sunk unto me, and thy hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of thy indignation, because of thy indignation. There is no help in my bones because of my sin, for my iniquities have gone over my head. They weigh like a burden too heavy for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. All the day I go about mourning, for my loins are filled with burnings, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am utterly spent and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. Lord, all my longings is known to thee. My signs is not hidden from thee. My heart throbs, my strength fails me in the light of my eyes. It also has gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my plague, and my kinsmen stand Far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek my hurt speak of ruin and meditate treasury all the day long. But I am like a deaf man I do not hear, like a dumb man who does not open his mouth. Yeah, I am like a man who does not hear and in whose mouth are no rebukes. But for thee, O Lord, do I wait. <clears throat> it is thou, O Lord my God, who will answer, for I pray. Only let them not rejoice over me, who boast against me when my foot slips. For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever with me. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. Those who are my foes without cause are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good are my adversaries, because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O Lord, O my God. Be not far from me. 
Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful readings. Boy, I didn't expect that. Be all. Thank God for Jesus Christ, huh? A Psalm of David, a song. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As max as wax melts before fire, let the wicked perish before God. Let the righteous be joyful. Let them exalt before God. Let them be jubilant with joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Lift up a song to him who rise upon the clouds. His name is the Lord. Exalt before him. Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. God gives the desolate a home to dwell in. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a parched land. O God, when thou didst go forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, the earth quake and the heavens poured down rain. At the, at the presence of God, yon Sinai quake at the presence of God, the God of Israel, Rain in abundance, O God, thou didst shed abroad. Thou didst restore my her- thy heritage as it languished. Thy flock found a dwelling in it, in thy goodness. O God, thou didst provide for the needy. The Lord gives the command. Great is the host of those who bore the tidings. The kings of the armies, they flee, they flee, they flee. The women at home divide the spoil though they stay among the sheepfolds. The wings of a dove covered with silver is pinions with green gold. When the Almighty scattered kings there, snow fell on Salmon. O mighty mountain, mountains of Bashan, O many peaks, mountains and mountains of Bashan, why look you with envy, O many peak mountains, at the mountain which God desired for his abode? Yeah, where the Lord will dwell forever? With mighty chariot tree, twice ten thousand, thousands upon thousands, the Lord came from Sinai into the holy place. Thou didst ascend the high mountain, leading captives into thy train, and receiving gifts among men, even among the rebellious, that the Lord God may dwell there. Blessed be the Lord, who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. Again, Blessed be the Lord who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. Our God is a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belongs escape from death. But God will shatter the heads of his enemies, the hairy crown of him who walks in his guilty ways. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that you may bathe your feet in blood that the tongues of your dogs may have their portions from the foal. They solemnly processions are seen. Thy solemn processions are seen. O God, the processions of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers in front and the minstrels last, between them maidens playing timbrels. Bless God in the great congregation. The Lord, O you who are of Israel's fountain, There is Benjamin, the least of them, in the lead, the princes of Judah and their throng, the princes of Zebulun, the princes of Naphtali. 
Summon thy might, O God. Show thy strength, O God, thou who has brought for us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem, kings bear gifts to thee. Rebuke the beasts that dwell among the reeds, the herds of bulls with the calves of the people. Trample underfoot those who lust after tribute. Scatter the people who delight in war. Let bronze be brought forth from Egypt. Let Ethiopia hasten to stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. To him who rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens. Lo, he sends forth his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe power to the Lord, whose majesty is over Israel. And his power is in the skies. Terrible is our God in his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God who gives power and strength to his people. Psalm 98. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with a lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that it fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. Woohoo! All right, now we got one last song, Psalm 128. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of thy labor of your hands. You shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Lo, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Amen. Thank you for coming on today's podcast. Go in the name of the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The blessings of the Lord be on, your, be on your head. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Go in peace. Amen. Greetings, family. I'll be reading today from Limitless Love. Lord, don't you love me anymore? James 1, verse 2 and 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect her work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. James 1, 2 and 4. 
Again, brothers and sisters, count it out joy when you get into tough situations. And then know this, that the exercise of your faith works patience, just or self-control. But And then let patience have her perfect work. Just keep saying, thank you, God, for the situation. Thank you, God, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. For the, for the Lord is our shepherd. We shall want for nothing. He fulfills all our needs. As long as we are willing to rest in green pastures and sit down and read the Bible, you know, an hour a day with our feet on the moist gravel, grounding ourselves, getting hooked up with the Most High. Amen. This is uh, Kenny Copeland. He goes on to say, Do you ever feel like things come near, come more easily when you first be- became a believer? Does it seem that you were in cloud nine way back then? And does it seem as if God was more attentive to you back then? If so, you shouldn't be surprised. Most of us have been walking with the Lord for a few years, have found that to be true. In the early days of our Christian walk, if we got sick, we could go to the pastor us for prayer and we'll be instantly healed. We could beg God for help when we ran out of money and without standing on one single scripture, the Lord would swoop in and take care of our need. But as we grew, a little things become, became, began to change. What used to come instantly and easily takes a little longer and requires more spiritual effort. It sometimes seems as if God doesn't care as much about our needs. Lord, we want to ask, don't you love me anymore? Certainly he loves us. He loves us so much that he is making us grow up. He's allowing us to stretch and stretch and strengthen our spiritual muscles. He is requiring us to stand on the word and develop in our faith. He loves us too much to pamper and protect us all of our lives from every difficult and every challenge. He is committed to help us grow up to become perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Think about what happens in the life of a child. Naturally speaking, if you'll quickly see what I mean, when a baby is first born, his mother and father do everything for that child. They require nothing from him. When that baby makes a noise, mama's foot hits the floor and she comes running to meet his needs. When the baby cries for help, whether the danger is real or imagined, daddy picks him up instantly and says, Don't worry, daddy won't let anyone hurt you. But come back to the house in 15 years and you'll find a very different picture. If that child is still lying on the couch watching television and cries out to his mother to get him a drink, she won't even move. She'll just answer, get up and get it yourself if you're thirsty, son. Will she say that because she doesn't care? No, she says it because she does care. She'll say it because she knows it's time for that boy to grow up. Let that be a comfort to you next time you have to stand in faith a while to receive something from God. Let it encourage you next time you face a challenge and instead of lifting you, Instead of lifting you out of it, God requires you to walk through to victory by His strength, but on your own spiritual feet. Remember, that doesn't mean He loves you less. It means He loves you enough to help you grow into all He has made you to do. So let's go ahead and pray for that growth. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you strengthen us 
gives us wisdom and ability, Lord, to acquire and to do the things that we can do for ourselves, Lord, that we have the faith and the ingenuity that you have given us, Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of the things the Lord has done for us. Amen. The Lord has accomplished so many things for us. And you know, it sometimes it gets confusing. The Lord says, I am with you. You shall not lack. So it sounds like he's going to do it for us. And on the other hand, he wants us to get up and get it ourselves. So uh, both both are right, right? <laughs> so that's why we need discernment. We need we need to step out in faith and understand that great things come to those who persistently read the promises of God and obtain what the promises says. What about that? For instance, I got some promises here, and uh, let's say let's go ahead and look at for provisions or uh, stability, something uh, that we need in our lives, right? Like for instance, uh, I mean, we need to keep going so we can keep doing God's work, don't we? Don't we need a, a good companion? Don't we need resources and strength? And, and his righteousness and his strength and his supply to keep going. I mean, that's part of the package, right? It's interesting that the word peace has uh, a, a lot of categories inside peace in the Greek, like adventure, help, resources, laughter, curiosity, interest. In Isaiah 26.3, it says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is set on thee because he trusted in thee. Amen. Keep me in perfect peace, Lord. In other words, staying in love. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You're closer by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, Jesus is, who has made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. We are one with Christ. We are one with the Father. Where the Father is, there's no need. Amen. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is giving, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. In Romans sixteen twenty, And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. In Isaiah 26, 12, Lord, thou will ordain peace for us, for thou hast wrought all our works in us. Amen. All the works that I need to do are inside me. I'll let just need that. Lord, establish the work of our hands, according to Psalm, Psalm 90. Establish the work of our hands. Make it successful, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
In Philippians 4.9, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Romans 5.1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace peace with God. We have laughter with God because we've been forgiven. We've been justified through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans 5.1. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to that which also you are called in one body and be you thankful that we are in the body of Jesus Christ and the Father and we're thankful. Colossians 3.15. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou Lord only makes me dwell in safety. Psalms 4.8. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Psalms 29.11. Amen. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give, give it. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. John 14.27. Be careful for nothing but in everything. By prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the wonderful, wonderful water of our Lord Jesus Christ that he was baptized in. Wonderful water. And we thank you, Jesus, for sending us the Holy Spirit and your word. And Lord, we cast our burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain us. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Isaiah 55, 22. Excuse me, Psalm 55, 22. For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Hallelujah. Isaiah 50, verse 7. In Philippians 4, 6 and 7, Be careful for nothing but everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, the answer, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Psalm 119, 164. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. 1 Peter 2, 9. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful scriptures. <clears throat> Amen. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace have they that read your, your words, Lord. He heals the broken heart and bind it up their wounds. Psalm 147.3 When you pass through the waters... I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. I, the Lord, am with thee. 
2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comfort us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by the comfort wherein we ourselves come, are comforted of God. Amen. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever, whatsoever things are honest, true, honest, whatsoever things are just, true, honest, and just, whatsoever things are pure, true, honest, just, and pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, that things, <clears throat> the virtue of good reports, Lord, Thank you for love, for love. Thank you, Father, for just the items and truth and all these things that are your deal. Honest in Jesus' name, amen. God's blessings be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from me. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, said the Lord that has mercy on thee. Amen. And the covenant of peace is supply. Supply, said the Lord, has mercy on them. Lord, we just thank you and receive your supply in Jesus' mighty name. Blessed be the Lord God, who gives us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen and amen.